gosh, yeah. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Wow. This is the Revelations Podcast Revelations on GM. Podcast. The Revelations Podcast. Uh, and I'm Snotty. And today we have a very special guest. <laughs> I'm really excited <laughs> because uh, all the way from Australia, international film. Dananda. Dananda. <laughs> television actress Jessica Green. And I think it's cool because, you know, obviously one of the main points of this podcast is to uh, encourage people to keep chasing their dreams. Because dreaming in life, in humanity, oh, so all the greatest things in the world have come from a dream, right? And um, so I know a lot of the listeners that are probably in some little town somewhere, you know, and they're going to tune into this and, well, you're going to have a really great revelation story today because Jessica came all the way from a very remote part of Australia. Devonport, Tasmania. There you go. <laughs> are you the Tasmanian devil? <laughs> Maybe. I know. Maybe. Just a little bit. Just right? a we can say of it. <laughs> Tasmanian angel. Tasmanian angel. I like that. Yeah. Maybe. The yeah. one's holding up the halo. <laughs> right. But uh yeah, you know, it's you know, so these people listening, you know, your story is so great because you came from a very remote part of, of Australia, chased a dream of acting and, and all that to Los Angeles and now You've ended up in this film that looks like it's going to be one of the biggest films of the year with Oscar-winning actors, Oscar-winning directors. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a good revelation story, and we'll get to all that in a minute. But mm -hmm. um, let's start with Tasmania because you know that's such an exotic thing <laughs> uh, to come from someplace like that. And I know it's it's uh, for a lot of people that don't know it's an island state, mm -hmm. so it's it's not part of the it's main. Just that little triangle right mm -hmm. at the bottom of Australia, right? Mm -hmm. And apparently, there's not a big population on it being no. for for such a, a large landmass or as an island. Right? No, there really isn't. I don't know the exact number, but especially where I'm from, I'm from this little town up the top called Devonport. Um, and I I haven't been back for a few years, but um, I went back oh, it was probably like five years ago and I I couldn't I like I can't really remember much of it because obviously I was oh, I think I was about five or six when I moved up to the Gold Coast. Okay. But um yeah, my mum and dad were showing me around the town and I was like what did you guys do? For your yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. What there's, is, there's nothing, nothing going on here. Yeah. What's the culture like there? Um, I mean, everyone knows everyone. It's very yeah, like, yeah. it's. I know the people are wonderful though. Uh -huh. Like really, really wonderful. Um, I love going down to visit. When we do, we go to Anson's Bay, which is this little beautiful spot down near. Um, it's called the Bay of Fires and One Glass Bay, which are two of the most beautiful beaches in the whole world. Yeah, I've I've heard that. If um, you haven't heard that of them. Tasmania has become quite the um, destination for ecotourism because of the, the um, sort of pristine environment that is still yeah. preserved. It's um, honestly it's so yeah. beautiful there. So yeah. definitely put it on your bucket list to go travel. <laughs> but uh, we go down there with my family. We stay in this shack and. We go out and take the boat and go fishing, and oh, I like so I love it. And um, what is uh, what do your parents do? Like, what did they do as you were growing up? Uh, my mom, my mom's a domesticated goddess. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Oh no, she calls herself domesticated engineer. Okay, we she like does, it. She does everything. Honestly, she's she's a saint. That woman, strong feminine um, energy. Oh, That's and yeah. did everything for me and my brother. Honestly. Um, 
There's no shame in that, you know. Yeah, I mean, we had both of us had things on every day after school. She was a super mom. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, those are some of that is one of the most important jobs in the entire world. Oh, you know, honestly, Mm -hmm. and you know, historically, people look at it like, oh, you know. Uh, don't get a lot of credit, mm-hmm. right? But no, honestly, they deserve all the credit for that. Yeah, she she gave us all her time, and I owe her the world, <laughs> honestly. And she she managed me um, when I started working. So I started modeling and everything when I was about fifteen or sixteen. Oh wow! Um, and then obviously, when the Instagram kind of wells started to take off. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to do that, like I, and I didn't want to deal with. Yeah, it wasn't your vibe. Yeah, it wasn't. So she handled all that for me, and wow, that's so cool. Yeah, she's a little bit of stage mom I'm, in her, yeah. just a little bit. No, I, I guess a dash, but she really is. Yeah, like, no. She's just, she's wonderful. I mean, I not in the sense that she was pushing you towards anything. <laughs> Hopefully, but. she didn't get weird DMs. <laughs> no, oh, she gets. Yeah, she no, screens she, them for she, you. Uh, yeah. Over the years, she definitely has. Um, so. That's, yeah, that's what mum mum does. But dad is, he has his own building company, um, wow. which my brother works for as well. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's what they do. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, it's interesting because sometimes when you come from these humble beginnings, people wonder, like, what sparked you to want to be the actress? and Or was it was it basically through the modeling that that happened? Like, you somebody mm-hmm. spotted you, or how did, how did that come about? Honestly, I was... I was so lucky. I I did, I was an extra maybe when I was like six on Peter Pan. I remember it. I got to sit in, um, behind Wendy. Oh, wow. Wow. You see the back of my head. Ooh, that's pretty second. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I did an acting course when I was super young, but didn't really, you know, chase it or anything. I wanted to be a vet. Uh, so <laughs> when I was at school, I did a year of um, vet nursing um, I'm lucky I did because I found out that's not what I want to be. Uh, <laughs> right. Love animals, uh, but absolutely love <laughs> animals, but it's a hard job. And oh yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I get to well, go to work. Every you day were and young and idealistic, and like, so you know. That, yeah, I get yeah. to you know be with them all the time, but no, you just see them when they're sick, and because obviously that's why people oh, bring yeah. them to the vet. Right, that's true. I didn't think happy, about yeah. that part of it. Heartbreaking. Yeah, because yeah. I love all the healthy animals, and somebody <laughs> needs to take care of them when they're sick, but I, yeah, that's a, that's pretty intense. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was very lucky I did that, because that was what I always wanted to be, um, and I find people sometimes find that out when it's a bit too late, when they've done six to eight years of study, and then yeah, right. they go and start doing it, and they're like, oh, wow, this is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but it's then- interesting that the acting class wasn't because we just had Jason Lewis on recently and he became this internationally famous, one of the biggest supermodels in the history of the business. Mm-hmm. It was never his dream to be a model. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like in a certain way, that's kind of your story too. It was never re- your real dream or focus to be an actress. No, necessarily. no one did it from right. where I'm from. Um, right. It's getting a lot more popular now on the Gold Coast right. uh, because we have the studios there. Um, there's a big Warner Brothers studio. Yeah, they're shooting a lot of big pictures um, there now. And now it's becoming more like possible. Right. Yeah. It was kind of just out of arm's reach, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When when you're 
Yeah. Grow up on the Gold Coast. Here's and Hollywood, and you guys are down under. Yeah, <laughs> and no one you know does it, or yeah. it's not even an option, really. Right. But uh, I was insanely lucky. I was modeling, and my modeling agent sent me for this role that apparently they've been casting all over Australia. I went through all the, um, the acting agencies and hadn't found the person they were looking for, so they started going through modeling ones. And I got this audition, and I... I kind of was like, why am I getting this? I don't know how to act. Right. I don't know what I'm doing. I was very naughty. I learnt my lines up in the car. <laughs> how auditions. Um, and I thought I bombed. Like, I thought I did a horrible job. But I, they must have seen something in me that they liked. And... And that was, they, was that that first little TV series that you got? What was it called? The uh, Surf Point. Girls? Or? Oh, Alien Surf Girls over here. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's called Lightning Point. Lightning Point. Everywhere Alien in the world. Girls. Yeah. Oh, I got to check that, that out. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was but, kind of a little um, Dawson's Creek in the Outback or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, well, no, except you were aliens. No, it's not really Dawson's Creek. <laughs> have you guys seen H2O Just Add Water, the mermaid show? No. Oh, well, it's huge. Like, that's what Phoebe Tompkin and everyone oh, okay. got. That's where they started. But it's same production company, and it's filmed for Germany. Um, but they Germany just wants everything at the beach, so that's why there was the Mermaid Show, and right. it was the Surfing Aliens. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was so lucky. So I did that audition, and they saw something in me, and so they got a coach to fly out from Melbourne who – coached with me for like four hours a day for two weeks over this wow. casting period. Um, and I would submit auditions at the end of each week. And then we did the chemistry test at the end. And I somehow fluked it. And, and That's awesome. And it's so good. That for like eight months, I had to leave school. Um, and I feel like that's where I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best job in the world. This right. is what I want to do. Yeah. Because my character, Kiki, she was a really good horse rider and a really good surfer. And I'd grown up surfing, being on the Gold Coast. Of course. Um, so I could do that a bit, but um, I'd never horse rode before. And I obviously love animals, so um, I was super excited to do that. And then I got to train for like two hours every morning, horse riding. Um, wow. And then... When we were filming all our surfing scenes, like we would get towed out on jet skis, and just we spent like two weeks just catching waves. <laughs> That's so just fun to get footage. because and I was like, "What is this life?" Like, yeah. all my friends are at school; they're working at Macca's yeah. or McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that's that's um, actually a really special thing too, because most people that go into the acting business, they've kind of had to do their homework, if you will, prior to mm -hmm. having been in acting classes or been in plays, or mm -hmm. you know, so. To get that on-the-job training where somebody invests in you like that is pretty special. Oh, That's pretty amazing. Especially looking back now and knowing how hard this industry is yeah. and that opportunities like that just... Yeah, they're very like rare. Never happen. Yeah, they're, so they're very rare. rare. They like people showing up with already ready to go. It's, it know? sounds like uh, you have a lot of natural talent. Which is cool. Oh, I don't yeah, know. So I look back on I look back on that show. That's something. To actually, start with. I watched some of the scenes. Oh gosh. I will say this, and you were actually really good on that show. Yeah. You oh, look like you're I ten years great. old on the show, first of all. But you you were not. Uh, you know, you didn't you didn't look like some fish out of water who didn't know how to act. You you were carrying your own. Let's oh, put it that thank way. you so yeah. much. I yeah. definitely I have a lot to learn though. Um, 
and I was definitely thrown in the deep end because everyone oh. else Pun in, intended. That sh- in that cast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone else in that cast had studied at NIDA, which is Australia's pristine acting school, right? Like, been on shows before, right. and you know, and that's what that's, I'm speaking to. Like, y- most people have had that background before they get that opportunity oh. that you got, and then yeah, and then there was me, the right, the, the random the newbie. <laughs> well, that's good. What she was doing, yeah. but that show taught me a lot, and. That's where I grew, like, my, my passion for it. And you know, it's so funny because Snotty yeah. just hit on something that I had in my note. And it's um, it says, she's a natural. Because I feel like it's a lot of um, how this has come about for you because there is a little bit of that natural actress yeah. in you somewhere. You. <laughs> you know? you're get, you, Hopefully just, like, yeah. a dash of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you said, everybody, they've been looking everywhere. You know, all of a sudden they're looking at modeling agencies and then you come along. So they must have really seen that natural actress in you to want yeah. to wanna invest like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I honestly, I... And then obviously you I got an agent lucky. after that and started well, that taking it more I, seriously. I had no idea about the industry. I didn't right. have an agent. Oh, wow. Um, so towards the end of that show, I was poached by um, a big Australian one and... Yeah, then I started, you know, obviously learning about the industry and then I I learned everything on set, which then when you when I finished and I had to start auditioning um, and going in the room and submitting self tapes, that's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> yes, it like, is. That's yeah. a, that's Audition a technique is different than just uh, on the job training for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I remember I got I got an audition for Fast and the Furious once and it was the scene where the girl is on the bonnet of the car as it drives off a cliff. And I was like, how do you do that? Right. How yeah. am I supposed to do that? Right. Like standing against a white wall, like yeah. it was impossible. With but some <laughs> casting assistant with a camera going, okay, <laughs> pretend like you're, you know, I know. Um, it's intense. It is. Yeah. So that was a big learning curve for me. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I didn't know how to do it. And so then I started like going back to his class, um, and and then it became kind of the dream that you wanted to chase too at that point yeah, it sounds like but i f- i feel like yeah. i wasn't as i guess i wasn't as far ahead as i wanted to be okay. um, and i didn't i wasn't as good as i wanted to be right. you know um especially in those auditions and then i found out you know that i feel like that agency signed me because it was going to be an easy commission check if we went for a season two Oh, I see. Uh, because i was a very 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 small fish in in that pond and they didn't really give me the time of day to to like learn or give me advice or anything so i was submitting these self-tapes which like i didn't know what i was doing i was still only 18 years old 17 18 uh-huh. um and again didn't know anyone else really apart from my five cast members <laughs> that was you know pursuing it that were in the industry yeah per se. um yeah. and they lived in different parts of australia um and yeah i was pa- i was paying like 130 dollars every self-tape to f- go and film it with this person and submit oh, wow. it and i found out that my agents weren't even sending them like uh. i would call up and be like is there any feedback like can you give me any advice, any notes? Like, am I doing the right thing? And they would reply to me like a week 
uh, like in a week's time, uh, and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, we didn't send that. We didn't think right. it was good enough." You know, I was that's spending uh, all this oh, money. Man. I know. From a business standpoint, from an industry standpoint, that's one of the problems with getting with a big agent. You think wow, I'm signing with this big agency. That's the next big important step. But what you forget is you're way down the ladder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so there's a lot of big people at that agency that are getting all their attention and all their, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just, so sometimes it's better to be at that good, like strong mid-level agency yeah. where they're really working for you as opposed yeah. to just being, you know, stuck in some big Hopefully agency. Hopefully you get rid of them. Yeah. Oh, no. They, <laughs> that didn't last too long. Um, Mom came but, in and said, you're out. We're taking her somewhere else. Yeah. I guess, like, as well as being so young and new to to the craft and everything like that, just, I guess, how they how they treated me, how they made me feel and everything. Right. It really just wasn't worth it. But yeah. Well, it's um, a good learning experience. Uh, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you do have to be tough in this business, as you know. You need to. You, you, you have to have some thick skin. Some yeah. Really thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> For all you people that want to chase this dream, yeah. uh, you know, you make sure you have some thick skin. because thousand to one yes. Yes, so 100%. You're really good to learn yeah. how to roll with the punches. But, um, yeah, so after a while, I guess – when things weren't starting to happen, um, I went back, was doing the whole modeling thing again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got, I was, I got cast to go in, it's like a, it was called The Face. Um, so it's like America's Tech Next Not Model, but okay. the Victoria's Secret models were like casting it and right. they were running the show. Um, and I, I love f- how it's different. I love how you have all these like, there's dual culture yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like it, they don't do it the same there as they do it here, yeah. and it's kind of a different dynamic, you know. Yeah. Oh no, it's an American show. Oh the, really? Yeah. So they flew me over. The face. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. I've heard of America's Top Model, yeah. but not. Well, it would have been years ago. I'm not sure how many seasons they did. But okay. They flew me over for the final casting process, and was... we all got thrown. It was like me and twenty other girls, and I think they were narrowing it down to like, I guess the final. In Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Was, like, was that your first time? Yep. It was oh. actually just my dream. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really, like, I didn't want to be in, like, a reality show or right, anything right, like yeah. that. But I just wanted to get to L.A. Yeah. And, uh, and get some work. <laughs> and it was. And it get was, some work out of well, it, maybe. Yeah, well, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this is, this is how I got over here. <laughs> oh good okay um, now we're getting down to it yeah so they flew me i did the final casting process and it was really strange because there was all these girls in this hotel we weren't allowed to leave we could only like <laughs> we had to stay in our rooms unless we were coming down to like go through certain things that they needed us to do with the, uh, the with the production right and we weren't allowed to speak to each other because oh, wow. they wanted it all to be organic yeah. like once they put us in the house and right. everything i so, would have snuck out um but so the only person i could talk to was the casting director oh, um wow. so we actually we got along well so those well. are the good connections to make too <laughs> yeah. for everybody yeah. listening who comes to town to chase the dream mm-hmm. start making connections with casting <laughs> people and building relationships because those go a long way yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. we we got along super well, and I told her how I just came off a show like a year ago, and I really wanted to pursue acting. That was my dream. Um, and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like my my boyfriend's a manager, and he would love you. Oh. And 
See? This, again, like, the Speaking stars, exactly the stars what I just aligning. said, make those yeah. connections and one thing leads to another, right? She, she, I honestly, I owe her everything because she snuck her, her partner and his, um, his business partner into the hotel to have a secret me- meeting with me. Put uh-huh. her job on the line. Like, if she found it. out, like, I was there for this show. Right. And she, like... Strict rules. No one's to see Jessica Green. Not, so like, we're done with her. Because they... They got me out of the show. They were like, don't do this. Oh, that's... Cancel your flight. Get out of this show. Uh, don't do reality. You can come stay with us. Um, and we'll get you an agent. We'll get you a visa. We'll get you signed. Wow. And so... Do you still work with them? or uh, They they don't manage anymore. But oh, I'm okay. still... I just went to their um, their wedding and everything. Oh, uh, like that. that's so but cool. Yeah. Again, like... Th- things like this just don't happen. So they co- well, you know I what? It's so funny because Snotty and I talk about manifesting stuff mm-hmm. and how you have to be willing to take risks and work hard when you're chasing these dreams like this. You, you really, you got to bring a work ethic. You got to bring all these things along with you. But when you do, when you do take those risks and those, um, and you show that you're willing to put in the hard work, then stuff does start to connect like that. It's putting yeah. it out into the universe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We talk yeah. about pivotal people will come in mm-hmm. at the right time when mm-hmm. you're, when you know, when you're on your path and you're showing the universe that you work hard, mm-hmm. you're bringing it, you're doing everything you can, taking risks. Then all of a sudden, the universe will put people right in front of you that just change that trajectory. And we talk about this <laughs> on almost every show. Yeah, someone's got that. So it sounds like kind of they the were that for of, you. Yeah. Oh, honestly. I mean, well, pulling you out of that show, that's pretty cool, right? Like, hey, no, yeah. you don't need to do this. And do she, this. I mean, she was the casting director for it. Yeah, you know? wow. Like, so for her to do that for me was amazing. And then she, I went and stayed with them for, I think it was a week and a half. Cause oh, wow. When we were getting dropped off to go back to Australia, because uh, there was going to be like a three or four week um, lull right. between... Um, Hiatus. Yeah, before we started filming. Um, I got dropped off at the airport and they came and picked me up and yeah. I went and stayed The production team dropped you off and then you oh. pretended like you were leaving and then yeah. they Literally. pulled around and, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's good. So, um, that's really cool. And then I made up an excuse, got out of that. And luckily, because obviously if I had gone down that road of like reality and stuff, I feel like oh. it would have been a very different road for yeah. me. You know, yeah. what was and the excuse? Uh, I think I just said I like I booked a job or something in Australia oh, okay. and I couldn't come out anymore. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like in the casting director's yeah. house. Oh, they see you at Air One. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait till they see this podcast. They'll go, <laughs> Jessica girl. Um, but they were so amazing. Like they they got me That's set so up with cool. an agent. Um, they started my visa process, which is huge. Oh, yeah, I know that's a big deal. I know a lot of Australian actors coming over. That's, it's it's really hard because you have to have work in America to get your visa, but they won't give you a visa. (laughs) Unless, yeah. uh, they won't give you American work unless you have a visa. So right. it's just very... It's like a catch-22. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. it's so hard yeah. and for them to help me through that. And, I mean, that's, that's how so I got started cool. in America. I, lo- I love those little stories where people come in and kind of yeah. change stuff around. and oh, Right at the right so time. Lucky. Right, Absolutely. It was a key moment, right, mm-hmm. in your career. When so, you look back on it, you probably go, yeah, that was a turning point, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like, I honestly, I don't think I would ever would have ever made it to America. Maybe I feel like it would have been out of like maybe out of reach for me, or because I I always thought you know to be in America 
for film, like you have to, yes, you have to be a big name already. <laughs> you, you have know? to become somebody first, and then they'll, yeah, yeah. and then you can come over. Yeah. Um, well, what did you before you ever came to America or LA? What was your perception? What did you envision LA? Being yeah, we like? we oh, always yeah. love to hear yeah. like what. Everything I'd seen in TV shows and movies, I thought it was this big glamour. I thought Hollywood Boulevard was this glamour, oh, beautiful place. Everybody's driving Porsches and, you're like, and oh wow, like an American Idol is you go to Hollywood, yeah, yeah. You live here and someone tells you to go to Hollywood, you're like, oh god, yeah, Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna wear my nice shoes. No, definitely not. <laughs> Um, so, so you, you did, did have that, that um, fantasy idea of what yeah, Hollywood in LA was. 100%. Yeah. All I saw was, you know, um, everything like um, big movies, like Pretty Woman, right, stuff, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. walking down, like Rodeo Drive. You know, you're <laughs> well, Snobby went through the same thing because you yeah. would notice, but he's from a small town in Virginia, which is way in the south of the US. I, I, that's that's where they got married. Oh, wow. Okay, okay so, so you were down there. Yeah. <laughs> where, where in Virginia, you know? Um, I'm from, like, just outside of Richmond. He's from some small little town, but he can relate to that idea yeah. of having this fantasy of what L.A. is because he used to watch MTV and all the music shows <laughs> yeah. and behind the music, and mm-hmm. and he had this fantasy really idea TV. of what he thought Hollywood and, and L.A. was till he got here, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I knew nothing. Like, I I didn't even know there was beaches. Oh, you didn't know there was... No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I just knew like the Sunset Strip and the rainbow mm-hmm. and the whiskey and all those like story those rock and roll stories. Yeah. I mean, I figured California, those beaches, but I didn't know like, I thought Santa Monica was like way over here, LA mm-hmm. somewhere over here, Venice. Like, I didn't realize it was kind of just one big place mm-hmm. with a bunch of little places. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, uh, I definitely had the perception that it was just all this glamour and then you get <laughs> here and... No, it's just it's just another city, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, is. the weather's I mean, great. The, yeah, I mean, the honestly, <laughs> there can be that glamorous part, especially now yeah. that you're making your way in the business. Now you're seeing the more glamorous part of it, I'm sure, some of it, right? We're getting there. A yeah, little, little bit. bit. So I'm getting glimpses. What? I know. So do you remember the feeling of, like, landing in LAX for the first time? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I was so excited. Yeah. That's why when, when that show offered me, like, a free plane ticket to go to <laughs> LA, I was like, oh, Yes. Absolutely. Like that was enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the dream honestly, come true right there, right? To, I just wanted to get to LA <laughs> yeah. and see it, you yeah. know? Yeah. The dream has come true at yeah. that point, right? Mm-hmm. You you're in LA, you're landing on a plane. That's yep. the dream right there. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so I definitely got that special feeling. But oh, um so cool. Yeah, it then when I started coming out for uh, a few months at a time for like pilot season and everything. Mm-hmm. Um like I was I was telling you guys before, I really it took me a while to like it because um, I feel like L.A. it's such a big place and when you come here and you know no one. It can be very isolated for sure Absolutely. and polarizing because mm-hmm. we talked about it um, precast. We had a little conversation about the fact that people either really love it and they get it right mm-hmm. away or they feel really alien and they feel like, I d- like get me out of here. Well, L.A. So can be like that. You I, know? I feel like it, it definitely. Out, yeah. 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 And it. Definitely helps. Like I was, I was in Studio City, but I didn't have a car. I used to catch the bus and subway. Oh wow! Oh my God. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone else. Isn't that kind of fun now? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it has its has its days. It's a little sketchy. Uh, definitely sketchy, especially at night time. Oh God! Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, I definitely but saw some. Especially beautiful Jessica Green <laughs> on the <laughs> sketchy yeah, subway at night. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what I used to do. I yeah. used to like, put my bag and yeah, stuff. You know, like, bring it yeah. down for sure. That's when I first moved to LA. I lived downtown. Mm-hmm. So like central to all the buses and stuff. And I had I was lucky enough to have a car, but I learned the city by just, I like to explore. Mm-hmm. So I'd do like urban exploring. I'd hop on the random bus and just see where it took me. Oh yeah, yeah, and there's <laughs> I miss those days so much when when you're so green, you know, and mm-hmm. just like you don't know anything, just looking out the window, watching the weirdos on the bus interact. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, no, it's got some good people watching for sure. <laughs> I definitely now. saw some things. <laughs> <laughs> what was the weirdest thing you saw? Oh, <laughs> I don't even know days. if I can say. On yeah, the I don't podcast. know. <laughs> I, Does she want to relive that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I saw. S- Something horrible. Oh um, no! Yeah, no, and yeah, growth. Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll just we'll leave <laughs> the audience well, with now that. I'm, now I'm interested. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you after the. Part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that fascinated me about you is because uh, we talked about the martial arts, mm-hmm. which has really worked in your favor. Oh, 100%. And yeah. in my opinion, is going to work even more in your favor. But we'll get to that later. But. How did that come about where you, you know, decided, hey, um, I kind of like learning how to be a badass, too, because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I was watching some clips from Outpost. Well, that's why. And I that know. whole show. That's how she could ride the bus. Right. <laughs> she had the skills. Right. And for a lot of you listeners out there that may not know, but I think everybody should know by now, uh, you started your own show on the CW called mm-hmm. The Outpost. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was your character's name again? I forget. Talon. Talon. That's right. Because I was looking and it said Talon fights season two. Talon fights season three. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at all your fights and I'm like, wow, you were kicking ass on that show. But obviously you started somewhere prior to getting that role. And I think that's probably, I think you said you intimated that that's what helped you get the role is that you did have those yeah, skill set for martial arts and all that. How did you get into the martial arts? That's so fascinating to me that you. Um, I, I just got bored at the gym. Yeah. And so I started going to this MMA gym um, and doing classes, just boxing classes. And this and was I on the Gold that. Coast in Australia. Yeah, yeah. At, um, at Heartbreak Conditioning. Uh, oh, um, good. They, I hear they actually make you. <laughs> they actually make you have to fight a kangaroo. Oh, <laughs> which that's the boxing. That's class. a challenge. You know what? I've actually seen two kangaroos full on fighting. It's like, it happens. They have technique form. too. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. You look yeah. at them. You think they're trained boxers? I've I seen know. some of those. <laughs> viral yeah. videos. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I started just doing it for fitness and I'm very competitive and I found it's a, it was a good way to, you know, really push myself. And I grew up in, like when I went to high school, I got a scholarship for track and field. So I had to run every day, two hours before school. Right. And then throughout school, I had it's like a discipline for where, sure. Track and field. Like, and so that really, killed my um <laughs> my just dis- it actually it killed i hate running and everything yeah you're so, like i never want to do that again as long as i no, i yeah. hated it so when i found boxing i was like oh wow this is cardio i actually enjoy yeah, right that's fine. um and i'll keep pushing myself instead of just being like oh i'll run to that next pole I'll right <laughs> i can walk you know yeah um and then that stuff like then i started doing muay thai and then jujitsu um and I just started to love it because it, it's fun. Like you're getting, you're getting your exercise you need out of it, and 
Yeah. And was that all before you came to LA or is that some of your subsequent trips back to Australia and then you yeah. started getting into? Yeah. Cause I mean, at the very beginning I would only come out for two, two months a year. Yeah. Just for um, the pilot season. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just in between I started getting into that. And when I was in the audition process for the outpost, I read that my role had like, if, if you could do martial arts, that was a plus. And so I, got in the gym and wow let's talk about that audition out. process because i think listeners find that really fascinating that mm-hmm. kind of the inside of how that goes down yeah. um obviously your agent calls you and says hey we have this uh this role that mm-hmm. you could be right for <laughs> and then you read the breakdown and it says martial arts could be helpful yeah uh and then i it was just self uh, self tape for me so i just went oh wow yeah i mean they're doing friend. that so much more like back when i was I doing mean, the acting and commercials and voiceovers it was i feel like you had to go into the casting office all the time yeah, yeah, yeah that was, well that's when i first started that's what would happen but mm-hmm. it's pretty much only self tapes now yeah um the pandemic i think changed that whole paradigm yeah. for good now and it it's good and bad i, I don't i it has its perks like i i love self taping now um, yeah. just because you can do it whenever like yeah, that's in, true. In the in your home, where you feel safe, with a reader that you feel good with, because right. especially when you're first starting out, and you can do a second room, take. Absolutely, yeah. that's what I like about it. Because when you go into the <laughs> casting director and they've got, and then they tell you the little breakdown, and then they go, yeah. "Okay, go." You have mm-hmm. that one shot to do it. Yeah, and it's either good or bad. Um, and with the self, you know, at home <laughs> thing, you can go, "Oh, that that wasn't quite it. Let me do it again, real quick." Yeah. yeah. Um. And especially like when you're first starting out, going in the room can be so nerve wracking. And sometimes you get an amazing casting director who's really like welcoming and engaging and engaging. And then you can walk into the room. And actually during the read gives you something to work with because a lot of them just like. Yeah. And the characters. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And then you can go into rooms where they've probably had 100 people in already for that day and they're burnt out and they're burnt out and they can't be bothered speaking to you and so obviously when you walk in and it's not a welcoming room then you start getting nervous and you start like if you fumble on a word then you get in your head oh yeah totally you know Mm -hmm. um and yeah so i i i really love the self-taping process um more so than going in the room but so on Outpost, you did a self-tape of your fights. Was it a fight scene or did they give you a side of just well, a no, scene of the show? Or? I, I put down two scenes um, for the audition. And then when I found out that they were interested and I like was in... Um, Callbacks? Yeah. Maybe. Or yeah, I think they narrowed it down. Being brought to like back in or narrowed 15, down. 20 or, girls. Yeah. Um, and so I just started to think like what can get me, you know... Right. Through through the next door, um, but because they didn't request any footage of of fighting or anything, okay. And I just got in the gym and started filming it, cut it together, sent oh, it off. Wow. And that's they really a liked good it. move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see really people be it. proactive when you're chasing your dream because that pays off too. Hundred percent. Don't wait for people to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> you I was just trying to give them anything that I could to show that I I was I could do this role and yeah. you know. Um, that's that's a move right yeah. there. I like it. That's yeah. a badass move. That's Thank you. yeah, for in, sure. In that show, did you do your own stunts? Yeah, pretty much all of them. Oh, I wow. like I love love doing my own stunts. Oh, cool. Um, and then as I got down to, I think I was the final three, uh-huh. and I knew I was close. Um, she, it's like a sci-fi medieval show, 
So there was a lot of sword fighting. So I went out, got a stunt coordinator I found that I tracked down and he taught me how to do like... He choreographed you through a little sword scene or whatever. Weapons training and everything. So I quickly filmed that, sent that off um, to just... Just anything. Yeah, that yeah keep like greasing get, the wheel. Yeah, that's right. Like get me. Oh, like, that's so cool. Two girls, and then, and then tell us how that call. feels because a lot of people haven't been there. Uh, we have when you get that phone call on our oh. first podcast. We talk about how Snotty Chase's dream to play Coachella, and everybody in the world wants to play Coachella, oh, but yeah, very few 100%. people will. Yeah. And then one day he gets the phone call. Yeah. You're playing Coachella. So tell us what that what that felt like. You know, when you get the call and they're like, um, <laughs> oh. The best feeling in the world, right? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. and that was like a, a huge break for me. Huge break. Was it something? Because I know sometimes uh, when I was doing that, you know, you'd wait two weeks and you wouldn't hear, and you'd think, "Oh, I didn't get it." <laughs> oh no, this was like two months. Oh my! Wow, God. so it wasn't yeah. the longest two months of your life. Yeah, and oh, you're you thinking, "I didn't about, get it." Yeah, and, you just forget it. about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but especially like I, everything I'd done had been like in Australia or New Zealand, and this was. My first, if I got it, you know, my first big break into the American scene yes. on an American show. Um, in LA, in and, Hollywood. And yeah, it, g- yeah. it gives you, like, it could be life-changing. You never know. And, and as well, the lead of a show. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, when I got that phone call, I was with my mom in my kitchen. And You were in Australia? Yeah, in yeah. Australia. And you're just hanging out with mom, and yeah. then all of a sudden, oh, wow. phone rings. We need you back. <laughs> Literally the best feeling in the world. And we cried, and we popped some champagne after. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah, like all the hard work finally paid <laughs> off, you know? That's and it so takes time. Cool. Oh, it yeah. really does. It's a... Acting, well, this industry is, you really got to grind. It is. And, you know, chasing the dream isn't easy. And we say that all no. the time, you know. And and that's why we talk about you have to have, because so, well, I think. Oh, if it ahead. was easy, everyone would do it, you know. Right. Yeah. But, but also, like, yeah. I, you know, as we're talking about manifesting, you're putting it out there. You're putting it out there. You're learning how to sword fight. Mm-hmm. And the universe yeah. brought it back to you. And you're going the extra mile. Exactly. You know, you're finding a your own stunt coordinator, not waiting for somebody to, sh- you know, say, hey, yeah. we need a fight scene <laughs> from you. It's not you, sitting around thinking like, okay, right. I'm trying to attract this. You know, you need to put the energy out there. Well, also because yeah. it is back. a competition. And you got to remember that. You're mm-hmm. competing against a lot of different people yeah. when you're chasing your dreams. And especially because that role was so physical. Like, yeah. I, I fought in every every episode. I was watching some um, of those episodes. Well, I was watching some of the reels, too, of the yeah. just your fight scene. I was like, damn, that's really, <laughs> so it's a lot of work. Especially for that role, it it did make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Where there, I know there's a lot of roles where if there's, like, a fight scene here and there, they right. just get, if as long as you can kind of get into the movement. Right, you could get a stunt coordinator. Exactly, yeah. they'll get a stunt double to, yeah. to do it all. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I mean, I did have a stunt double, but she would only do the things that super dangerous. Where the producers let went, me do. don't like, yeah. let her do that. Yeah, she's our lead. We can't yeah. get her injured. I would love to do it though, but I'm yeah. sure you would. But um, someday you'll be there, like Tom Cruise, where they let him do all this crazy stuff because he's that he's been doing it that long and he's that good at it that they they'll let him get away with. And he's I Tom know. Cruise too, but yeah, I mean, I feel like if you if you're anyone but Tom Cruise, that's true. They go like, no, 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 no. Because didn't he, he broke his ankle doing Oh, yeah, sense. and it cost them and millions it, and yeah. shutting down that Mission a- Impossible. Anyone else, yeah. they would yeah. kind of just recast. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but uh, hopefully one day I get there. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, no, you're going to get there. <laughs> no. It's so funny because I um, was watching an interview that you did, and it speaks to what 
um, Snotty likes to talk about on the show a lot with chasing your dreams and going after what you want in your life, you know, and really manifesting stuff and, and making dreams come true. And how do you do that? And so part of the idea of this podcast is like just to give people insight into people's experience mm -hmm. of how they've made that happen. Yeah. But you said something really cool. And it was with respect. It was an interview about the outpost and I was watching it. Um, you're a really good interview. You're really good on camera. You're very natural. People yeah. really like you a lot. Thank I can you. tell because I was watching a couple. Um, but one, you said, you know, I got thrown into the deep end on that show mm -hmm. with the martial arts and it was a lot. Mm -hmm. But that's like, that's the best thing because it makes you have that drive to sink or swim. Mm -hmm. And we talk about that all the time. Um, you know, it's not always going to be like, you know, hey, I got the role, and then now, you know, I'm there. You still got to keep growing and evolving once you're there. Yeah. And absolutely. I thought that was pretty cool when you said, hey, you know, I got thrown into the deep end on that show mm -hmm. because that was a lot of, I mean, I was a martial artist. I knew what I was doing, but it was a nonstop show of me fighting, you know, constant choreography, constantly shooting these really intense fight scenes. But it made, you know, it gave you that idea, well, I got to, it's it's either sink or swim now. I gotta yeah. I gotta make this happen now. Yeah. You do, and you did. It was a very successful show. You had a good run. Thank How many you. seasons? Five seasons? Four or five? We've done four seasons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's still a possibility of a fifth. Okay. We're still waiting to hear. Um, okay. So it's it's not ruled out. Hey, yeah. once you get past one and two, that's a hit <laughs> nowadays, right? Yeah. Honestly, no, honestly, we've we've been really lucky, and and that show, oh, I, it's been like the best four years of my life. Like the the cast and wow. the crew and the producers, they're like a family to me. Um, and the cast, we, we were so close, honestly. We, we've we lived together. We've traveled together. Yeah. You guys shot so, a lot on location. I heard um, one of the seasons you, you guys went to Serbia or somewhere really exotic. Three. Oh, wow. The last three we've been in Serbia. That is wow. so cool. So, uh, I've never it, been, but I heard it's a really beautiful. Like, oh, uh, I, I love it's it. Incredible. Oh, I, I never thought I'd be going to Serbia. Um, yeah. It's not one of the places that you kind of have. Well, at the top it definitely of your gives that list, ancient look to the to the show too. Oh, 100%. shooting in locations mm -hmm. like that, you know that and medieval. Belgrade's such an amazing city. Wow. Honestly, oh, wow. I, I don't think it'll, many people realize that. And so, if you're ever in Europe, definitely check it out because we're just adding places to our bucket list. Yeah, right now. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly it's awesome, and oh. the food, the people, everything. It's amazing. it's really cool, um, and the history there, like they've. They've had a really hard history, so just like walking around the city and and learning about that was was really cool. Wow. And I know from my own personal experiences in acting and getting little shows, nothing as grandiose as what you're going through, which is. <laughs> but that was always my funnest part of the whole thing was being on location somewhere mm -hmm. when oh, yeah. they'd fly you off somewhere to shoot yeah. on location. To me, that was it always feels like you're doing something cool. Yeah, you know, like, you're traveling. You're, you know, you're you really getting to see the world. The experience yeah. going somewhere new, somewhere different, and. I mean, we started off as an independent show, yeah. uh, The Outpost did, and we did our first season in Utah, um, and we started out so, so small. Uh, we had the the town set up um, in the back lot <laughs> of this little studio. Oh, wow. Um, and so we went from that, then CW came on board, and we went from there to Serbia, and we went from filming in the, the back lot in the car park with um, 
all these little plastic castles and everything right. to real castles in, in Serbia in Europe, yeah. on the yeah. grand wow. hillsides. Of, yeah. yeah. And oh, that's was, so cool. So that was really cool to see like the growth as well. Well, and what um, a great training ground. Exactly. You're speaking to that right now yeah. <laughs> because you really grow as an actor, mm-hmm. you know, when you get, you know, uh, to do those kind of extended shows, you mm-hmm. know, where you get more than the one season. To, oh, 100%. You know, I, each season best, you're really growing training, exponentially. Honestly. And your craft is getting that much better. Mm-hmm. And On set every day, learning, yeah. putting putting it to practice. And yeah. Do, do, uh, do you get a lot of recognition just out and about from being on that show? I, in Europe. Really? Yeah, not so not so much here in the US. I get stopped every now and then. Uh-huh. But in Europe, like in France and everything's got massive followings over there. What was it like the first time someone go, oh, hey, it's you. Oh, it's such a weird <laughs> feeling. Yeah, right? Such I'm a weird so, feeling. Uh-huh. I, I got it a tiny bit with Lightning Point, which was oh, surprising, yeah. like, but girls would stop me on the street and everything like that. Yeah, because um, you're like a hero to... Yeah, them, you know? and it's yeah. I, don't, I feel like, like you don't get used to chick. it though. Uh-huh. It's it's strange. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had this girl in Serbia actually come up and she started crying on the street in front of me. Uh-huh. Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and I I was like, oh my gosh! I, I <laughs> it just shows you how big that dream is, though, and that it's everyone's dream. <laughs> well, it's a universal yeah. dream, honestly. It's right? Than who you are as an individual, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, like they. She had an emotional connection to you. Yeah, to I mean, I I didn't you know? think you would get you would experience that until right. you were like. And also you know, the idea of who she thought someone, you were. You know, she thinks you're this. Oh my god, this unattainable thing. You know that could yeah. never be. Yeah, but I was just walking to the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm just like you. And there you are. But yeah, yeah it's a strange feeling. But um. You were like, oh, I was just on the bus in L.A. <laughs> I, literally, literally. I was just on the subway <laughs> with a bunch of sketchy. Um, uh, yeah. Hold my breath. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, well, I also heard that you're in one of the um, Pirates of the Caribbean films. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. No, that's on my IMDb. I'm literally an extra. In oh, really? <laughs> yes. But, but let's talk about the one that you were in was the biggest film production they ever did in Australia up to that point. I don't know if you knew that. I did some research oh, on that. The Dead Man Tells yeah, No Tales. That was that was huge. And that was that was one of the best days like of learning that I've right. ever had. I got to sit, you would never recognize me. <laughs> I'm in the scene where it's the whale carcass and um, Jack Sparrow is getting married to that horrible lady. Right. <laughs> Um, and I've got like, they put missing teeth on me and like yellow and um, scabies <laughs> oh, on my lovely. face. Yeah, I oh, look wow. horrible. You look but like you ride the bus in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, but I got to sit front row and watch Johnny Depp do his thing. Amazing. And, right. And Jeffrey Rush. That was. Well, and talk about an Australian legend, like mm-hmm. an acting god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But Jeffrey Rush. But just, that guy's so incredible. He's just incredible. Yeah. yeah. But getting. To see them do what they do best. What an inspiration for you to continue to push to for that dream that you were chasing, right? And it was amazing how every scene was just completely different. Every take. Right. Which um, I haven't seen like a lot of actors, you know, do Mm -hmm. and do really well, but... Sit, I mean, that's why he's Johnny Depp, isn't it? Yeah, like exactly. everything he did. And was that's like, why they're probably going to bring him back for another one because yep. 
I can't imagine any until Johnny yeah. Depp is not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Who else is going to play that role no, that no the world will love him. the way they no love Johnny one. Depp in that role? Nobody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. get over all the whatever and just mm-hmm. get him in there because it'll be good again. Yeah, honestly, he's marvelous. Um, well, one of the cool things about the podcast is we always try to catch people at different levels in the pursuit of the dream. And uh, I think right now is a very exciting time for you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Speak to that. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we were talking about the fact that um, we feel like we're really catching you, like, wow, on, like, just before the rocket takes off, you know, because we're going to talk about your new <laughs> film, Air, which we alluded to in the opening, um, which is just premiered at South by Southwest a week ago, I think, and Mm -hmm. came out of there with hands down glowing rave reviews. Mm -hmm. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes Mm -hmm. out of the gate and it hasn't been released yet. (laughs) And feel right now. I mean, but hang on, I wanna pull you up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm I'm literally I'm such a microscopic small role in it. Right. But don't tell me you only have one line. No. Don't I, sell yourself no, short. I, yeah, and no, don't I, sell I, yourself I only, short. I only have a few. So I play Phil Knight's secretary, Katrina Saints. Right. Okay. Um, and so. Well, at least you're not secretary number one. Or <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, at you least you name. actually have but, a name. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I'm such a small role in that. But to to be a part of that, that cast and to be... Like on set with exactly. The great. Yeah. Um, I was and really by the way, somebody like, once famous famously said, "There are no small roles; there are only small actors." Yeah. <laughs> so, as Snotty said, don't be so self-deprecating because it's a big deal. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't care if you only had one line to be in that humble. movie. She's modest. No, yes. I, I just, <laughs> honestly, it's really small. But uh, I got to. I got to. They filmed the whole film in twenty-three days, and I was on set for six of them. Was that on by design? Yeah, they like fl- Michael Jordan twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they, they just they wow. I didn't even think it. about that. That's cool. Good thing he wasn't number eight. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, we only got like four more days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I got to be on set and just like obviously watch Matt and Ben do their thing and wow. Oh yeah, we're um, talking Oscar winning actors. Viola Davis is in it. I don't know that you worked with her, uh, but she's no, in I it. But the film is loaded with Oscar-winning actors, an Oscar-winning director, yeah. and is now really being called one of the best films of the year so far. Yeah, I went to a screening the other uh, day, and it's honestly, it's it's amazing. I heard oh, it's wow. the energy. One of the one of the reviews I read on it, it's like this, and it's just like got this kinetic energy that mm-hmm. just runs all the way through the movie and just well, keeps you going. Have you heard about the story? I mean, oh how, yes, I do know the story, but, but you can tell our audience a little bit about it. Yeah. Well, I had no idea, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, Michael Jordan didn't want anything to do with Nike. Yeah. I had no idea that they well, were the also seven, we're talking seventh shoe like seventh the, biggest shoe brand. Like right, yeah. Converse and we're talking the mid eighties too, yeah. when yeah. Nike was a struggling shoe company at the time. <laughs> Converse was kind of the yeah. like top athletic dogs, yeah. top dog, you know, that everybody wanted to wear. Reebok, yeah. Adidas, and then uh, Matt Damon's character. What's his, what's the name of his character? Uh, Sonny Vaccaro. Sonny Vaccaro. Mm-hmm. He talked them into doing this deal with this unknown who 
Michael never even played his first NBA oh, game yet. Oh, he's a rookie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went for it, and it ended up being one of the greatest moments in sports history. Yeah, and uh, they have made a lot of money from uh, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> so it's going to be great. Uh, but, yeah. you know, all these little things lead to really big things. So Oh, ab- absolutely. It's, like I think it's a really great... Lily pads, I call it. It's so a great, yeah. cool yeah. thing. Stepping stones to, to getting pads. to where I want to be. And also, you know what? In the business, if I'm a casting director and they go, oh, she was just in air. I don't go, oh, how many lines does she have? Oh, she was in air. Bring her in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that it helps yeah. that way Honestly, as well. And all my scenes were with, with Matt Damon and, and Ben Affleck and then being directed by Ben. I just was sitting there pinching myself. Right. Like, Katrina. Right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <Are you> kidding? <laughs> Katrina Sainz. She was a real, real person. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the exact name of okay. his original secretary, like, but... If you met her... No, yeah. no, no, no. If there's some the role wasn't big enough to yeah. where you had to meet her and do some research yeah. on her or anything. No, no, uh. I'm I'm literally... You'll see me bringing people into Phil's office. But and you know what? Like talking we'll see you. <laughs> and that's, that's the cool thing. Right. Yeah, honestly. Well, and the other thing, as we wrap it up, we like to help... Uh, People manifest, so we just put stuff out there for them sometimes. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to put this out there for you (laughs) because I feel like Jessica Green, um, with everything she's done, and then also being a badass in martial arts, you've really set yourself up to be, like, in the Marvel Universe. Um, Hey, let's uh, reboot. What was the one that Angelina Jolie did uh, where she was action? um, Team Raider? Team Raider. When they reboot Tomb Raider, why not Jessica? Oh Green? my God! Right? Yeah. I, I really that. feel like you're in a really yeah, yeah. cool position right now. Also, because those films are really the biggest films in the world now. Is everything Marvel, everything DC, everything action? You know, that's we'll, that's what's really drives the film business now mm-hmm. in theaters. Anyway, nobody even goes unless it's some big action film. So mm-hmm. I think you're you've set yourself up pretty amazingly in a sweet spot to mm-hmm. where you know you've you've chase your dream you've got your acting chops like way up there you know you just did this movie with um oscar winning director ben affleck <laughs> and now you know going forward i could see her being in one of the star wars films so we're just gonna put a little bit of that out there for you Let's anybody who's listening the, check out jessica oh i love it is that wonder yeah. woman Yes, yeah. okay, so let's put Wonder Woman on that list, too. That's your, your vision board? Yeah. So you get it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all about so manifesting. Get it. I think it's really powerful, and I think you really do need to believe it. So there's a little Australian girl looking up to you. What advice do you have for her? To just do it. Just do it. <laughs> hey. Yay. Nike. Just do it, Nike. Hey, yeah, yeah. Honestly, what a perfect segue. Yeah, yeah. Well, but thank you so much. But keep for pushing, honestly. Um because eventually you'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Lily pads. Lily pads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today and hanging out. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we were really excited to come in and do this with you and and I really feel like uh you know this movie is going to, you know, attract some attention for you even though it's yeah. a little a little spot in there, but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh I have for because it's such a male-driven film, uh I have the second 
most amount of words. Oh, there we go. Viola Davis. So there, there you we go, go for there female. You go. So. And then <laughs> is there anything that you're working on now that we can talk about? That uh, uh, no, Anything you're a, up for or anything? Like? I have a, I'm just auditioning at the moment, but okay. I have a, another movie called Sparkle that's just about to come out, The Lion's Gate. So. Oh, exciting. Okay. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that quickly. It's, I can't say too much, but it's just like a nice, cute family kids movie. Okay, oh, good. Um, nice feel good one that, um, Two, two, two. What a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on, Jessica Green, Thank you so international much. film and television actress. <laughs> We've had a really good time with you. And, Amazing. Um, actually, we met through Josh. He knows Josh really yeah. well. So oh, we met through a Josh. good mutual friend. And uh, we were all hanging out, and I said, you need to come on the podcast. So thank you for coming on. It's been really fun having you. Thank you. And uh, much success and good luck to you going forward. Appreciate it. Once again, this is the Revelations Podcast. Keep listening. More episodes to come. Awesome. We're out. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Yeah. It was awesome. You are so welcome. And so what's going to go on now? Um, are you... Are you in LA for the most part now, or I just got back, so I've been in Australia for the last three months. Oh, okay, but I got back two weeks ago. So you're gonna be here for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, cool. 